following presentation is part of the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. Welcome into the Hall of Chronicles, episode 36. Oh my gosh, we are so excited to have you here. Because guess what? Guess what? Tell me. We're Tell now me. part of the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. <laughs> Which is so amazing. Congratulations. So amazing. A, uh, a major collaborative of Star Wars podcasts that, that we, again, are very proud of. And uh, make sure you check some of those pods out on our network. We've got six total, including yours truly, the Hollow Chronicles. We've also got the namesake, Beyond the Blast Wars Live. There's where all your news is going to come from, Star Wars news primarily. We've got streaming Star Wars Live, focusing on Disney+, Plus, Around the Galaxy. That's like... Just talking, interviewing, and, and talking Star Wars with Pete Fletzer. The Bombad cast, which the Bombad boys are the fanboys of the group. And they will go deep into some weird stuff, which we love. Of course, we've got <laughs> postcards from Galaxy's Edge with Shannon Moran. And she's just well-crafted, beautiful, and puts out the, the, the most you know, mesmerizing visuals you can ever imagine. So thank you. And there you go. That's the, we won't ever have that long of an intro, but we really wanted to focus this week on, on talking about this. So Andy, how do you feel? You know, I'm excited, Josh, because this is something that you and I have been kind of wanting to do and kind of hoping for. And even back when we first started out uh, and realized there were networks of podcasts that work together. We, this was something that we always kind of dreamed that maybe we would be a part of at some point. And now this weekend we kicked it off and we're now part of a podcast network that we're proud of. And that I think are really going to challenge us to, to raise our, our, uh, our quality and our content which is going to benefit the listener and the viewer. So yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah, and we're hopping on to get the pod in because, you know, we've also made a commitment. It's it's six days a week, a podcast from, from each one of us, uh, the six different pods in this network. And, you know, while we were on on Saturday to, to, to do the big uh, reveal, um, we wanted to make sure we kept our commitment and got out a, a pod for you. This might be a shorter pod than normal, and we have a lot we're working on. Part of what you just said, Andy... I am fascinated by this group of people in this network uh, uh, and, and, and then all the people that are following us. I mean, we had uh, so many people join us on the live chat and then, you know, the views beyond. Um, so we're introducing ourselves to a lot of new listeners um, through the network. And we just want you to know that uh, we are going to absolutely do our best to do our part. We're the collector side of the Star Wars network. Yes, um, we are. Yes, we are. And so <clears throat> go ahead. One thing, one thing that I'm looking forward to, and I said this in the chat or said this on Saturday, was that uh, there are people through this network that are going to get exposed to us maybe for the first time and, and uh, get, get to hear what we're about a little bit. And then there are some of our followers who are going to meet other followers and they're going right. to end up being buddies with some people. So when, when we say we're being a part of a network, uh, yes, the six podcasts are going to be working together. 
uh, you know, kind of a shared shared goal, shared focus. But really, the networking doesn't stop there. It 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 goes out into the to the uh, social medias, and those people that follow us are now going to be exposed to each other, and it's 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 wonderful. I can't I can't wait to see what this uh, next year ends up holding in store for us in the in the people we're going to meet and the cool things and opportunities we're going to have. Absolutely. So thank you for joining us. And if you've just found us for the first time, we're the Hollow Chronicles. Like we said, we focus on collecting. Uh, uh, I'm Josh. This is Andy. Uh, we, we just are, are, you know, super excited to, to be here with you. So we will move on. That's enough, right? <laughs> well, almost. I want to oh, I want to I want to say I want to say one thing here, Josh, and that you know, for us being in a, in a network that changes a few things for us, but that may or may not change some things for the listener or the viewer, um, or any of our followers, you're still going to be able to find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Holocronicles. That's not going to change, but if you're going to, uh, look for one of our videos, uh, we're not going to be at Holocronicles on YouTube anymore. We're going to be at beyond the blast doors. Um, the, any, in beginning with today, today's video that will be on the network page and all of our old stuff will still be on the Hall of Chronicles YouTube page, but videos from here on out are going to be on the network page. So as far as, uh, if you're listening to us via audio, you're going to, you're going to keep getting us through all those platforms that hasn't changed. That's not going to change. Very little is actually going to change unless you are a YouTube viewer. Right. Right. And you can totally follow us. So we'll make sure to update our page and, and send you in the right direction. But it's a one-stop shop at Beyond the Blast Doors on YouTube. And then, of course, you can find us on beyondtheblastdoors.com where, where all our videos and podcasts will be uploaded automatically every time we post them. So thank right. you that for joining web page us. Is, that webpage is pretty slick, too, I will pretty say. Pretty slick. You can click and find stuff. It's awesome. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> well, let's get to some news here, Josh. Here we go. <laughs> Yesterday, it was announced that uh, there were three um, three individuals that will be in the Cassian Andor television series, and one of them included the Rogue One Mon Mothma character. Oh, cool! Uh, the same, per- right. The same one. This the same person will be playing. Uh, will be reprising her role as Mon Mothma once again. There were there was uh, Stellan Skarsgård, which all of those Skarsgårds are are pretty solid actors. Um, and then th- there was a third one, and I and God for the life of me, I, for, I forget uh, what her name is. But I bring it up because the Cassian Andor series is supposed to be kind of a gritty kind of series, like Rogue One was kind of a gritty. Right, you know, wasn't, we would expect wasn't that, that, right? Yeah, yeah, and and the backstory on Cassian is that we're going to see kind of the darker side of the origins of the rebellion, and and get to see some of those tough decisions, those life or death decisions, like we saw Cassian make at the beginning of Rogue One, where he actually killed an ally an informant, because yeah. Yeah. and yeah for the greater good of the rebellion and so what what i what i'm looking forward to seeing and first of all i'm all in on that i want to see this series um I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it however the thing that i might be looking forward to now that i know that it's the same character 
same uh, actor playing Mon Mothma, is that we only have an experience with Mon Mothma as this kind of this stately person right. in, in white who kind of talks softly but carries some weight and some authority within the rebellion. Um, and, and we're going to kind of get to see prior to that. And what I'm hoping for is that she wasn't always, I put the tweet out yesterday. I said, I hope that we don't get, I hope we get to see a little less white robes and a little more getting her hands dirty kind of, uh, like, like there's a side to Mon Mothma that we haven't seen and that she is just as into it as Cassian, but then ends up becoming out of that, a leader and a speaker and somebody who carries weight within the rebellion because she's earned her stripes, you know, getting her hands dirty in the mud, you know, so to speak. Are you looking for a pantsuit on Mothma? Is that what you're looking for? Mm, yeah. Just, and, I mean, she goes down from stately and she's like, look, it's time to get my hands dirty. Rocks a pantsuit. Yeah. Or, or maybe just like a mechanic jumper. You okay. know, like one okay. of those, something like oh, she's that. She's going like Mon mechanic. All right. <laughs> no, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, one of the things uh, I loved about Rogue One was its total departure from kind of the, I guess, I, I, and this is with all respect because uh, we're, we're fans across the board, but kind of the departure from kind of the the the, the kid version of, of a movie. I don't know. I mean, Star right. Wars isn't always, but it was definitely, and what I called it and have called it is kind of like the, the modern warfare of Star Wars movies, where it was very gritty. Um, the laser, the laser blasts were were, you know, prompt, and and stormtroopers were dying. Now you see a lot of that in the Clone Wars, but you didn't see a ton of that in in Star Wars. I mean, there wasn't a ton of you know death action, and that's pretty prevalent in the uh, Rogue One series. And then and 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 I want to see that continue. I want to see right, oh, you know, like a Mandalorian, which is in the middle of a. a, a, a Kenobi, who knows where that's going to go. But I want to see this gritty, like you said, in the trenches, getting dirty. Maybe it's more of a spy, a cloak and dagger type of scenario, I, which I think it will be. I think Cassian's going to come in as totally the underbelly of the rebellion and and definitely having, you know, some questionable tactics when it comes to getting the, the, the things done that he needs done. And I think that's awesome as far as, you know, yeah. kind of a Jack Ryan of, of Star Wars <laughs> would be fine. Yeah, well, I because Rogue One was like the first Star Wars movie that wasn't necessarily aimed at kids. Oh, I loved it. You know, and it's the first time we saw dirty stormtroopers. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They weren't like sparkling white. Right. And uh, which was and, adopted in Solo. You know, it would kind of carried on a little bit with when you know, you know, war isn't war isn't pristine. No, no, and so yeah, that's the. I, I would love to see, and I hope we get to see a little bit of Mon Mothma's less stately side. So that's your that's your angle with the Cassian series, is you want to see a gritty Mon Mothma. Yeah, that's you what like, I'm Is she going to shave one side of her head or something at some point? <laughs> a couple of, yeah. <laughs> this is for my Bothan brothers! And, that's, and then she gets a little, no? A little gangsta? I mean, she holds the blaster sideways. <laughs> we got a problem. All right. We've got a problem. All right. Okay. Um, other news. Um, we recently had the opportunity to be on uh, Star Wars 7x7 pop Alan episode. 
which uh, POP stands for not Funko Pops, but Podcasters on Podcasting. Right. And, uh, and, and he's, he's doing a little weekly series on that, and we were fortunate enough to be on that. And I appreciate Alan and what he does. Uh, seven by seven means seven days a week, seven minutes a day, and he's been doing it for five years running. So shout out to Alan and what he does. Yeah, thanks Star for Wars having fandom. us. Yeah. It was pretty pretty fun. I always enjoy talking to Alan. He's a good dude. He left um, a blooper you, in for us too, which is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, it wasn't really our great. smoothest beginning, but <laughs> no. But we got uh, off and rolling. Once we got off I'm, and rolling. Yeah. And by blooper, I mean it's my screw up. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I think, Josh, we should move now towards our uh, featured collection. Ah, all right. And um, uh, this week's. Hold on. Let me hit the drop. We have to be professional, Andy. That's right. We're We're in a network now. My goodness. Show me your collection. Nice work. (laughs) As I clicked on every banner that we had. Yeah, good job. <laughs> this week's hashtag show me your collection comes to us from uh, a fellow collector and a fellow Andy. Ooh. His name, uh, if you follow him on Twitter or if you want to look him up on Twitter, his name is Andrew Blatz, and his handle is at AndyJedi16. And it's been said, I don't want to keep saying this, but I feel like I have the last couple that we've featured. But when I say it's got a little bit of everything, I don't, I don't mean that with Andrew. He has a lot of everything. He could have everything. It might be every, he actually might have. If you're, if you're joining us on YouTube, you're viewing the image and this is just one of four. He he might have everything. Oh, I think he gave us 10 pictures. He went above and beyond. I just pulled four, but but look at that fish. I got you. Look at that fisher. (gasps) Yes. He's got, autographs he's got vintage he's got pops he's got um modern figures he's got he's got two uh cork boards full of pins that those by themselves look freaking awesome he's got um lightsabers you know the the nice ones the the effects lightsabers um hot wheels i got it written down here uh, but the thing, Josh, that really caught my eye were the plates. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah, I'll get there. The, I, I just went to the next image. But yeah, the plates. This is another image of of just the, the use of space is amazing. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll keep moving for those of us listening. Uh, Black Series. Uh, I'm going to scope this out a little little uh, more more uh, <laughs> efficiently so I can make sure that I can maybe get some trade action there. I see a white Mando, white box Mando. But here are the plates, the beautiful the plates. plates. The collectible, like this isn't, this is, these aren't plastic. These are, these are like either like a ceramic or a, a glass plate with scenes on them. They're just, they're amazing looking. I, I have only seen pictures of these. I've never actually seen one in real life or held one in my hands. Have you ever seen them, Josh? I mean, like, no, not, except okay. outside of my grandma's house where she had, a, you know, like a Labrador on hers, but, um, these are yeah. Like you have to. I, this is mail order stuff. You, this is the only way you acquire this is by signing up for a, a subscription, that, and a, yeah. and you get these monthly. And it yeah, looks it, like it, he's been getting them for the last seventeen years. They're 
absolutely beautiful. They really are. And they're they're behind glass. Does that mean we're too, getting older so that we think I, I plates are beautiful? I don't know. I, I think know. they're like little circular pieces of art. Uh, <laughs> no, but they're, I'm but the, that's that's what caught my eye. Was there anything in particular? Didn't that, I that, see that grabbed you? Yeah, I saw some Hallmark stuff in one of those pics. Didn't I? Is that the? Uh, was that the? Yeah, other? you saw. I think. Uh, I think you saw like the the ornaments. The yes, Star Wars ornaments. I saw those, and and oh, and those were in the pictures I'm not displaying right now. So I saw the Hallmark stuff, and that made me jealous because I think. I mean, right now I'm at about a, a 10% uh, Star Wars themed Christmas tree. I'm able to take up the <laughs> upper boughs where my children and my wife can't reach. And that is dominated by a Death Star battle and also a Death Star star. I don't, I don't know. A Death, a, a death star. star. Yeah, say it right. <laughs> uh, which is fully interactive and, and highly LED and awesome. And also annoying as hell. And I, it has a remote. Yeah, it's got some volume to it. Oh, it has a remote, and I keep it in my pocket, and when people least expect it, uh, it'll hit the uh, Imperial March or, of course, the, the fanfare. So it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I don't know if you've got the pictures of this, but his last, the last two pictures he sent me were, I, I asked him, I said, what's your, you know, I always ask whenever we try and feature one of these, okay, so what's the one thing in here? What's your favorite, what's your favorite thing? And he's like, ugh, just one? Ugh. And so I said, okay, okay two and and he uh has an original revenge of the jedi poster okay um and that they those only came out for a, a short bit because george lucas changed the name he thought about it and thought that the jedi weren't about revenge and so that would be kind of misnaming the whole ideals of the jedi so the, they were kind of released uh, leading up to the movie, but but only for a short period. So they're not super common. Um, and to find the ori- you know an original that's in good shape, and he has one that's in good shape, um, probably should put that in a poster. It, he probably has. It. This just might be an old picture, but um, it looks it, like he has a, him weighed down with Star Wars either trading cards or soap. Okay. I think that might just because maybe he, ha- he keeps it rolled up. I don't know. Do you see Maybe the little, you know, if you're watching, yeah. there's, I can't, I can't tell what that is. Is that like Star Wars trading cards, trading cards, maybe? Yeah. Well, in the that, package, which well, that's, that's where a, they belong. That's a good, yeah, <laughs> that's, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that um, But yeah, that, that'd be a good, you know, a nice efficient weight to keep the corners down. And then his uh, other most prized possession in his collection was a first edition uh, Star Wars novel by George Lucas. Wow. And uh, he even went so far as to show me the proof that it was a first edition. There's a little stamp um, a few pages in that. S27. Only, yep. Only first editions have. And uh, he's he's very proud of that. He got that for $8. Oof. And it's that's a collector's about, dream right there. Probably about $300. Nice. I offered him 30 but I oh, really? take it. Yeah. 10%? 30%. 10%. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> well, like, hey. of, uh, here's the deal. Uh, Andy and I can actually sit and, and have already talked about this collection for a long time. I mean, but go check it out. You can always find uh, our collections at um, on Twitter, hashtag show me your collection. And that one's worth perusing. As a matter of fact, I did the quick glance on this one. 
And I think I dove in a little bit on the book you just talked about, the S27 mark on one of those pages. Mm -hmm. um, but when you're looking at, you know, they say a picture is worth a thousand words. When you're looking at this collection, <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah, even make it to the plates because I was looking at the rim above his window and like, what is that all, you know, and, and the plates, yeah, I glanced over, but holy cow. And to each their yeah. own. And then of course the Hallmark stuff. That's awesome. You can, yeah, just you zoom in a little bit and you see a whole bunch of more stuff. He's got just, Legos. I mean, it's, it's every, it, there's, there is no stone unturned with Andrew. Um, and very cool, very cool collection. He's been collecting ever since Star Wars came out. Um, and uh, it's it's just a lifetime of of acquiring and you can tell. And and one one little side note here, too. Uh, Andrew did mention in, in the comments below where we had posted this is, was that, you know, there a couple of dogs are in the pictures. Too. We saw that. Yeah. yeah. I think he has like seven, seven dogs, seven puppies oh, wow. or something and all but seven or eight and all but one of them are rescue dogs. So wow. he's a big, uh, big animal lover and, and, uh, appreciate that about him too. So how many Andrew, Star Wars toys have the dogs chewed up is my question. Mm, that'd be a fair question because with that many dogs, you think it would probably happen at some point. It's going to be a grab at one point. It's going to be yeah. a grab. Or, right? or maybe something gets knocked over, and once it's on the ground, it's like fair game, right? Those Bespin cruisers look a lot like a bone. <laughs> Just grab them right in the middle. Those cloud cars? Cloud cars. <laughs> Sorry. For lack right. of, the cloud cars look a lot like a bone. You just grab them, and there you go. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so, especially to a dog. How are they going to know? Right. Well, I just hope they don't. I just hope they don't think like a yak face is looks like a bone too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, blue snags looks like a bone. Uh, well, thank you, Andy. Um, that's at Andy Jedi sixteen on Twitter. Uh, thank you for sharing your collection. We do this uh, every week on our pod or every pod. And uh, if you want to share your collection, uh, just hit us up on Twitter. We're always watching, and then follow it at uh, our hashtag Show Me Your Collection. All right, where are we going now, man? Um, you want to do the Easter egg? Yeah, you're still going through your uh, catch-up on Clone Wars, are you not? <sighs> you got to bring it up every time, huh? Where are we at? Where are we at? All right, here's where I'm at. I'm just finishing up Season 3. So okay, well, good. Done. Last, I'm really progressing. La last week, you were just at the end of Season 2, so yeah, you knocked out a whole season this like week. That's like 18 episodes, so I think I have one more episode to complete Season 3. It still what? makes me sad because I don't know if I'm going to be able to catch up by f this Friday. How many more episodes <laughs> of the last season do we have? Two. Two. I know. And I would so love, without sacrificing my job or my family, I would so love to be able to enjoy <laughs> that last episode with everyone else totally in the know. Uh, and, and like I said, I've already shared this. Uh, the animated series never grabbed me, and now I'm trying to catch up. And I will say this. Episode, or I'm sorry, season one of Clone Wars, tough on me. It was it okay. was tough. Season two got a little better. Season three, I'm in. Like now the stories, they got a little wacky a couple times, but I didn't care because uh, I think who said that? I, I forget what pod or I was listening to. Maybe it was you, Andy, but uh, not your pod, but you talking. No, no, we talked about it on. But those those seasons are like kind of growing up at the same time. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was Pete's pod that I listened to on Around the Galaxy. So yeah, they're, you're growing with 
with these, and I and I'm doing it in in fast form here, but they're getting so much better, and I'm you know excited to see the next episode where in season one and most of season two I was like, okay, one more episode, let's go, let's go. So, uh, very cool stuff. Yeah. What what so what happened in the last one that you watched? Uh, it was the escape from the Citadel. So it was a three parter and okay. a master. I forget, uh, kind of bigger Yoda, not Yoda, um, looking dude. And, and it was basically just them trying to get out of there. And so, you know, it, it was a good series. It wasn't the best one, but prior to that, it was the, what'd you call it? The, where they go to the force land where Anakin is told he's a chosen one. He basically gets shown that he's going to become a terrible, dark side vader kill everyone and then gets his mind erased and and forgets all about it uh kind of thing so a lot of foreshadowing in that uh yeah but season that, three that, that was heavy that was the heavy few episodes there it was it was very heavy and it was like whoa where are they going with this and then it kind of just was isolated which i i do love about the clone wars and they'll take risks and they can tell stories like you said they could tell stories. They have more screen time, and and they can they can kind of go off on a tangent, and it doesn't cost them anything. As a matter of fact, it creates canon, which is very cool. So thanks, yeah. Filoni, for for doing that, and it's thanks. maturing. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So where Appreciate are we going? You. We're going to. Uh, you want to talk about the to, Easter egg? Let me hit the drum. Well, Got it up since, there. Uh, yeah. Since. You're the one that found it. I'll let you talk about it. I'll, I'll load it in. Easter eggs. So last week, my Easter egg was the Razor's Crest similar-like uh, uh, ship, which was featured in, I think it was episode 16 of season two. Um, and we put, you know, check our, check our, uh, our feed. feed. It'll be there from last week. And so that, you know, that was cool. Because I'm kind of doing, especially if you're a Clone Wars fan, or if you're not, spoiler alert, sorry. Um, I'm doing this whole four, six, year, four to six years ago thing where I'm I'm working my way up, and there are things that have happened in a more recent release from from Star Wars, Disney, whatever, uh, The Mandalorian, that are just coming back, and they're so vivid to me, I catch them like right away. And last, like I said, last week it was a Razor's Crest like ship, very similar, and then. Two episodes later, I believe, I found this. And I'm putting it up for YouTube, and we'll describe it here in a second. (laughs) 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 A blurg, right? Is that what they're called, blurg? Yeah, blurgs. Two blurgs. It looks like uh, Ayla Secura is riding atop of one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. What? So, what I appreciate this in this experience for you, Josh, is that when we saw these, uh, yeah, the, big deal, the Easter right? And the and the Easter egg last week too. It's like, you know, when we saw these in real time, it was just no, like you said, no big deal. They were just okay. Those are these weird two legged, deep sea fish looking creatures that uh, they're riding around on and or T Rex arms. What, yeah, or that one ship last week, you know, mm-hmm. that you saw. That's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just another totally ship. unnoticeable. Yeah, but now that the Mandalorian is out, you can definitely see the Filoni ties right. to Clone Wars, and and he pulled things out of his previous creations to build into this live action world. That I mean, come on, 
pretty I mean, freaking cool. Very cool. And, and like so obvious. And I apologize. Here's the problem is I took this picture. It was so close to last week and we've had a lot going on this week. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I took this picture and I, I should have zoomed out a little bit, but I wanted to get a close up because it was just between me and Andy. Uh, I should have zoomed out a little bit and gotten the episode. I believe it's the latter part. So like episode 16 was where the razor's crest was. I think this is only two or three episodes after that. Uh, so maybe 17 or 18 in the, or maybe episode one of season three, but I think it's still in season two. So you can go and see this yourself. Uh, it, it's, it's phenomenal. It's so cool. I like, like you said, the Filoni touch and I'm excited to keep going and finding these tie-ins that like you said, unless, unless you're experiencing them right now, you, you won't remember when you see them in Mandalorian, unless you're a freak and there's a few of those out there. So good for you. But you know, unless you're like a blurg lover, you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to put some more blurgs on the screen. <gasps> And Mando comes out. But anyway. So, yeah, uh, some blurgs. It's not the most exciting find, but it actually is because this, unlike the Razor's Crest, maybe these are blurgs. These are definitely blurgs. Yeah. And it appears yeah, that one no of question. them has battle markings on them or, or that's a reflection. Ooh. I don't know, but it's a battle blurg. <laughs> Wasn't that, a, wasn't that a TV show like in the early 2000s, Battleburgs? <laughs> oh, if it man. wasn't, it should be. It should be. Uh, uh, maybe that's super our next fun, endeavor. Super fun. I'm enjoying the hell out of uh, going through the Clone Wars as fast as I can. My family doesn't miss me, so I'm cool. I'm good. I'll just keep watching right. them. Um, I'd like to, uh, if I may, Josh, give a couple shout-outs here. Let's do it. Um, first of all, I want to shout-out... Uh, Nick Milky, who he and I have been uh, chatting a little bit in the DMs because, uh, uh, well, I'll, I won't bore you with the story, but he uh, he's a guy that's just recently found us and he's uh, he's a pretty cool guy. He's been a, a longtime follower of of Around the Galaxy and, and kind of found us through that. And uh, welcome to the network. I, I'm going to say something, Josh, that it. I don't think it really spoils anything from uh, the last Clone Wars episode, but he sent me a message uh, because there was an image of what appeared to be Prince Shizor mm. of Black Sun mm. from Shadows of the Empire. Mm -hmm. and, his me and Nick's message to me was, this means he's canon now, right? Whoa. And, uh, That's pretty and good. And, and, you know, I air high fived him for that because, uh, Whoa. I, I've said this many times, but shadows of the empire is my favorite, uh, non canon slash legends book. And I read it when I was, uh, well, whenever it came out, which was, I think 1994, 95, somewhere right in there. Uh, and it, it's always, it's always carried with me and, and, and it involves Luke and Leia and Han. It's in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. There's a story in between there about how they kind of lead up to go get Han. And and anyway, uh, now somebody listening is probably going to well actually me. Sure. But, uh, that but, but as far as Nick and I are concerned, that was Prince Caesar. He's now canon. Yes. And... 
let's move forward with that. So shout out to Nick <laughs> for noticing it. Everybody noticed it. It wasn't just he and I. We were everybody noticed it right away, or or at least said, "Hey, wait, was that was that Prince Shizor of Black Sun?" Well, it was definitely a Faleen, which is the species he was. Mm. And uh, the Faleen were the leaders of Black Sun for a long time until, I believe, Darth Maul kind of got the pikes and the Black Sun and turned them into Crimson Dawn. So, Roger that. Uh, so, welcome to canon, Prince Shizor. Shizor. Shazar, Shazar salad. You're going, you're going. Plan to the apes on me. Shazar. Um, uh, uh, the next shout out is to a guy I sold something to on eBay. His name's Craig. Hey, Craig and, from eBay. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's listening. I told him about our podcast uh, just because he and I had a, a very pleasant exchange. Um, I he bought um, a a Millennium Falcon from me that was in really nice shape, and uh, he said he responds, "Hey Andy, just received the Falcon. In short, it's awesome. Thank you so much. I haven't held one of these in my hands since the late '70s and early '80s. It looks great. Everything went together, and um, I have it displayed underneath my Slave One, so it looks like Boba Fett." is on the chase. <laughs> That's uh, cool. That's yeah, very thanks, cool. Thanks again. And uh, I wanted to shout him out. Uh, so if you're listening, Craig, I'm so happy that uh, the Falcon landed in a good home. So Not crash landed uh, too, by the way, because that seems no. to be a thing it does all the time now. Yeah, yeah. The landing is... It's always rough. <laughs> yeah. It's always but anyway, shout out to Craig. Uh, I'm so I'm so happy. That's one of the things that we, you know, one of the little side goals that you and I have is that whenever possible, we want to try and make sure the right things get to the right people. And this is one of those times where it lined up. I sold something to a guy that really was looking forward to it. It shipped there unbroken. He got it. He was over the moon about it. And both of us feel great about the transaction, and I, I love that. So Best way to interact in the trade. When both parties are happy. Exactly. Awesome. Uh, all right, you want to throw out our collector tip, and then we'll, uh, we'll let these good well, people get to the other podcast? Or do you have another shout-out? Well, the last shout-out, oh, we, shout we, sh we shouted out the whole nation of Canada. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because they, uh, how because come I they was, didn't all follow us? What happened? Yeah, I know. I mean, what's the deal, Canada? <laughs> We're through your bone here, eh? <laughs> but uh, I was surprised at how many uh, Canadian followers that we had, or at least French speaking. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. But uh, I that made me feel like you know what we do have a lot of followers in uh, Great Britain too, or in the greater UK area. And so shout out to the UK. I know Shannon lives there, now one of our network friends. Yeah. Um, but we have a number of, of followers who we get to interact with and enjoy, which leads me right into today's collector tip. Perfect. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. All right. But, 
the collector tip is something that um, I was reminded of. I, I had heard this a long time ago, but I've never done it. And so as a result, it just kind of, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. But I was reminded um, about it from John from Super Awesome Geek Show. He said that, uh, you know, sometimes these old vintage figures, they get played with so hard that they're missing a leg or an arm or a head. Excuse me. And um, and you can actually swap out arms and legs and heads to most of the vintage figure line. But he gave this tip and, and it was like, yes, absolutely. It's a great tip. If you ever are in a position where you have to swap out, a, uh, let's say the cat got a hold of, of a figure and chewed up one of the arms, well, you don't necessarily have to get rid of the whole thing. You can just pop the arm off and put a, another one in if you have an, a spare laying around. Or maybe you one know. of seven dogs. <laughs> hmm. Something to consider. There you go, Andy. Other Andy. But, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but before you do that, uh, this was the tip that, that you should let them let the figure soak in boiling water for a moment. And that, that expands the, uh, the plastics and it makes popping the, the, uh, arms and legs and heads off and on a lot easier. Um, just because it, it becomes a little softer and less rigid and, and, you know, it, it, I liken it to if you have ever played football, you know, at the beginning of the season, you have to mold your mouth guard to your teeth. Right. Well, you have, you have to hold that in a cup of, you know, really hot water or boiling water for, you know, 15 seconds or so and then take it out and then mold it to your teeth. Kind of the, along the similar lines there. Uh, at least that's how I picture it in my mind. Like I said, I've never done it before. Um, have you ever swapped out? Body parts on figures? No, not like that, but I have made plenty of mouthpiece. So, and the <laughs> okay. scalding hot water that you put in your mouth. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Have you ever have you ever done that? Nope, I never have. But I, I have currently, right now, I'm thinking of it in my mind. I have a hammerhead with one leg and um, a pilot Luke with no head. And so when I think so you're I might gonna get try pilot to Luke a hammerhead... Or at least a hammerhead leg for a head? No, I'm going to give oh. a hammer head on a pilot loop, so it'll be a pilot hammerhead. Sweet. How does it fit I think that could be cool. I don't even know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what vehicles <laughs> he could fly. put a fly. hole in the top, man. Yeah, because he can't fly an X-wing. He The head wouldn't work. No. He can't fly a Y-wing. Head wouldn't work. No. Definitely can't fly an A-wing. He must be a slave one. Like, he's got to take a bounty. Something. Yeah, maybe. He definitely can't <laughs> that or fit put in that the head in the boiling water a little longer and squish it down down the sides. <laughs> Straighten his head out. Straighten it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he can't fit in the Millennium Falcon either. What's up, you know? pencil head? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hammerhead became <laughs> screwdriver head. Flathead Phillips head. <laughs> there it is, so, flathead. Oh, flathead. I love it. Not hammerhead. Oh, I love it. Uh, anyway, that's the collect. That's, that's the collector tip. tip. It's I, kind of obscure, but uh, there you go. Well, we do, do a lot of as things. We do a lot of things with the vintage figures when it comes to liquid and peroxide and all that stuff. It's a little risky, but if you've already got a damaged figure, uh, you know why not? Why not? Give why it a not? Shot yeah. And see what you can do with it, but and and like, save it, salvage it. 
Yeah, you don't have to throw away a figure just because it's missing an arm or a leg. I can't throw away um, any of them. Are you kidding me? I, yeah, just side note, I have a Darth Vader that uh, his head broke off. Uh, but I didn't throw it away. You know that what I did Empire. with it? That's what happened in Empire. I get it. <coughs> yeah, I put him right there next to go. my, da- my Dagobah set, and I made there sure the head, the head and the body were not close to each other. So nice, nice. You can always find a creative thing to do with a broken uh, toy. <laughs> that's for sure. That, that's that's for next sure. week's collector tip. <laughs> All the things you can do with broken toys. Um, last week, Josh, we debuted a, a bit on the Hall of Chronicles. Uh, and it went over swimmingly. It did with with the tens of people that listened. Tens of twenties. And, and uh, I I feel like we should do it one more time, or maybe three uh, more. But yes, you're right. Uh, and and maybe not make it an every week thing, but at least on the chance that we get some new listeners this week because of the network dropping, that uh, we expose them to uh, something that we will be doing from time to time. <laughs> we even have a T-shirt. <laughs> do, you, do you have a picture of it? Yeah, I can bring that up, but you go ahead and introduce it. I'll get it up for you. Okay. <laughs> that was, sounded weird. Um, but the, the, the bit that we're talking about is called Take It Out and Play With It or <laughs> Leave It in the Box. Leave It in the Box. Sorry. That's and, <laughs> and it's a dilemma that collectors have. Uh, some things are a little bit harder to decide if you're going to take them out of the packaging and display them or play with them or, you know, allow your kids to play with them or whatever, or if you're going to leave it in the packaging and only display it. So, uh, as, as a result of this, it's based off of a Saturday night live skit. That's hilarious. Do you have the audio drop for it, Josh? Uh, yes. You ready? Yeah, please hit it. Here it goes. Kylo Ren. I'm going to get you in my lightsaber. Or leave it in the box. Stormtroopers attack. Or leave them in the box and never touch them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny because it's true. Yep. Right? Yep. And so, uh, Josh, you got on your old creative ways there and made a couple t-shirts that can be found on what's the website t-public t-e-e-public.com and when you go there is there a do you have to you can search you can search holochronicles holochronicles podcast or i think you can even search leave it in the box and you'll find this t-shirt or star wars and scroll through 20 pages but uh we have the leave it in the box and then we we also have just a moment uh the Take it out and play version. Take it out and play or leave it in the box. And these go well as a duo shirt. All right. right so, a his and hers. A his and hers. So I ordered a, a tank for my wife and, and, a, and a shirt for me. And we're going to decide whether I wear the tank. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I ordered two of each <laughs> for us because I can't wait to, to go to another con and wear these shirts because... Any collector who really looks at it and reads it for what it's worth, not for yeah. what it could be, right, will understand what this means. Take it out and play or leave it in the box. Right. And when, when we are walking down one of those uh, 
kiosk aisles. Right, right, right. In in both of those shirts, it's going to just complete the yep. ensemble. We're going to get some nods from a few people, and we're also going to get some phone numbers. But other than that, <laughs> from from, from the wrong dudes. people. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now, I believe T Public is having a thirty five percent off sale, so you, I think you can get those T shirts for pretty cheap right now. If you are so inclined and are collector oriented, or if you happen to find the play on words humorous, I all, just um, would love. Now, uh, look. Let me let me say this correct way. I, we are not pushing merch. Okay. It is our merch, but <laughs> I don't care. Like if, if you design it yourself and with those same words, go for it, create your own t-shirt. It's probably cheaper on T public. Uh, but it, please just put this on and just send a picture to us, DM us at, or, 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 you know, whatever. So we can post it because it is true. It is the collector's dilemma and we're going to go through it right now again Debuting on the Beyond the Blastors network, Josh and Andy at the Hollow Chronicles are going to play. Take it out and play. play. Or, or leave, leave it, in, it the in, box. in the box. Yeah, we have a delay because <laughs> we're in quarantine. But other than that, we'd, we'd nail it otherwise. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll go first. Okay. You go first. I'll go got? first. I, and I don't uh, know. This is a surprise for me. Okay. So... This is something I picked up recently, and I have a very strong uh, take it out of the box mentality uh, for these items. Okay. I, I typically take them out of the box, and what I have here is a Ooh. is a Virtucon from Emerald City Comic Con uh, Boba Fett Funko Pop here. Right. See the little the little. Uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. There's, That's there's him. The there he is. Detail. Limited edition, exclusive, 2020. Yeah. Yep. And um, and Josh, what do you think I should do with it? Now, here's the deal with that. That's in a plastic acrylic or a acrylic case, right? Yep. Came yep. in a case. Yep. It's sealed in plastic, which is unresealable. Correct. Correct. I, I can take the plastic off, but it's still in the acrylic case. Yeah, but the plastic's gone. Yes. That's my issue with those additions of pops. Because we learned from Matt Norris, right? You can take them out, you can put them back in, nobody knows. Or not nobody knows, but nobody cares because it looks the same as when you purchased it. Right. Those trouble me. I've left everyone in the box. So that's just my uh, opinion. Uh, so any any that come in the wrapped plastic yep. in acrylic case? I don't have them out it? of the box. Nope. You leave in? Yep. Okay. Especially, where's that sticker? Is it on the outside? Oh my gosh, we're taking it out and play. It looked like you were peeling. Is it on the outside just, of the plastic or? The I just had my fingers in the plastic there. You could kind of. Oh, it scared me. Uh, on on well, the plastic or if, under the plastic? That sticker. It's under. It's under. Okay, yeah, you might be all right it's there. Under. You might be all right there. All right, yeah, what are you so, gonna do? Well. I'm going to... Collector's Dilemma. Leave it in the box. Leave it in the box. All right. And here's why. Here's why. Um, just actually for reasons that you just said, it comes in a case anyway. Right. These are limited. Um, if I had two of them, I might take or one Or three off. just in case. 
<laughs> or three, just in case. But um, but since this is my only one, uh, it's it's very the one really nice thing about Funkos is that they do display easy in the packaging because they're just little cute or you know little prisms that stack real nice and and this being in an acrylic case very very easy to display still looks very sharp um i'm leaving it in the box i'm leaving this in the box okay i don't i don't disagree with your decision as a matter of fact i i probably took your reasoning from you but it's sound reasoning all right ready for mine what's yours let's see it this is a darth vader hyper reel Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, it displays amazingly because it opens up and reveals the hyper real Vader. Damn, Claire. Sorry about the Claire, everyone. Trying to get- <clears throat> now, now, Josh, just for clarification, is this hyper real somewhere in between a Black Series and a Sideshow Collectible? Is it like some mediary in between that? or I think that's or is an it- accurate description. The, the deal is, is it, it's bigger than... A black series. It's even bigger than an elite series, but only by not even a scale. I think it's more of just their size is is just a bit different. However, it's fully, it's way more posable than a black series. It I just counted. It has seven different hands for okay. Vader. So we have fist, pointy finger, high five, another fist, <laughs> another pointy finger. Uh, looks like trigger finger, and then oh, it, the trigger finger is probably the one where he's force choking, right? Yep, yep. Like, and then it does look a bit like talk to the hand, but obviously that might is probably a, a force push, of course. But a little bit of no, Vader, Vader. No, talk, it it it's a talk to it's the hand. Vader talk to the hand, of course. Um, now he is fantastic, and as a matter of fact, the back is great because that's how poseable. He's fully standing up. I'm sorry you can't see it because of the glare if you're watching on YouTube. But he's in the package. It Velcro's open. It's got beautiful displays. Some examples of what you could do. He's standing up. He's, he's got another fist. He's angry. He's looking to his right. And he's full Vader. But on the back, it's got him kneeling. Yes, my master, whatever. I bought That's this. Cool. I bought this with the full intention of taking it out of the box. And I'm going to leave it in the box. (laughs) (laughs) And here's why. Uh, Here's why. And this could just be another collector's quandary. I put them in a certain display where I was able to open up and kind of showcase the interior. Yeah. And and, and the way they display the seven hands of, of whatever... And, and him, he looks so powerful already, and he's, you know, uh, when you don't have glare, he's he's amazing. Uh, and then I was able to put some stuff in front. He just looks so good. Now, that being said, he could be a candidate for a later take it out of the box for me because, you know, as a collector, your collections change. The, uh, the way you display them changes from time mm-hmm. to time. And it could come down to look like, hey, I need this hyper real Vader to to do all his posing for me, and uh, yeah. but for now I'm I'm gonna leave him in. I'm gonna leave him in. Now last week I took I took out a a Force Unleashed Boba and didn't hurt me, but that guy had hurt me right now. He just looks so good that I I'm, I'm having trouble, and well, I don't know what he's worth. I don't care. But well, here's here's the 
Um, what, what's that from? Uh, is that from Hasbro? Uh, sorry. Uh, yes, Disney Hasbro. Yep. Okay. What they didn't do any favors for you there, Josh, is is they put them in a package that was pretty awesome. Very awesome. Right. If it was uh, less descript or a more uh, black series, per- yeah, yeah. You know, then then it, that decision probably becomes tipped to the other way because you know, it probably looks better out, you know, but then again, that packaging does take up a little bit more space. And so that might be a reason that might be a reason later on that you ultimately take them out because you can fit more in a space out of the package than you can in. It does. However, like I said, when I bought him because of the whole, look, when you buy something that says hyper real, that that just begs to, to, to take it out and see, right? So right. the kid, the kid, the, the Star Wars loving kid inside of me is like, this is coming out of the box and it, it will. But for now I'm, I'm with, I'm, I'm holding back. Cause I went, you know, you and I were talking like, what do you got? And I'm, you know, I've got this guy, I eye this guy all the time, but I like how he looks right now. So that's okay. So, you know what? A little anticipation, a little patience uh, will always pay off especially if you're enjoying the status that it is right now, the stasis, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Those are words. Yeah. Okay. Well, so there you go. There's our segment. There's take, take it out, it out and play, play or, or leave it in the leave box. It in the box. Delay, delay, okay. delay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> well, it, we'll figure it out. We'll figure, we'll it, figure out. it out. We'll have to do like delayed hand signals until quarantine ends. Uh, all right. Well, so, Last thing, Josh, before we sign off, and I know we were going to try and get this under an hour, and we've got like seven minutes to do that, six minutes to do that, and I you think we it. can. But uh, now being a part of the network, um, we do have uh, Patreon support available. And I wanted to do, talk about this real quick, just just to uh, allow the people that have been listening and following us for a while uh, to kind of know the reasons why and how um because i don't know if you're like me josh but but like off you know having people offer to donate money towards what we do uh feels a little uncomfortable it does Um, yeah and we said that early on and we're and and prior to now we we've not had patreon or that's just not been something that we haven't pursued it we haven't pursued yeah we pursued doing our pod and that's fine yeah. Yeah. And we would go on doing it for free just because this is more of a labor of love than anything. But now being a part of a network and and being in a little community where we're supporting each other, you know, a few of the podcasts that we join with already had Patreon support um, from some followers. And what we decided to do, and I think this really benefits the listener as well as the network is that we have one Patreon account for all six podcasts. And and how that helps us as a network is that, you know, these podcasts that we do, you know, unfortunately, they're not they're not free. They do cost us a little <laughs> bit of money and for cameras and microphones and programs and and such and and up till now we've footed the bill for that and that's been great. Um but being that support group for each other, you know, anything that we can do to help our network friends um, out in that regard, our goal is to 
be in a position, and this is on the Patreon page. If you go to Beyond the Blast Doors um, on Patreon, you can look us up. And it says right there, it's very clear, our goal is to do this to a point where we cover our costs. Yeah. That's our goal. That's it. And for each of the six podcasts. And um, and I don't think that's unreasonable, it, it, especially split up six different ways. We all have different you know, amounts that we're putting into this to run a podcast. But um, how, how I believe it benefits the listener is that um, if you were to become a patron because you support the Holocronicles, well, the money that you donate does go to us and it goes to our network. It gets evenly distributed. Um, so we do, we do see any support that you would be generous enough to give us. And, and we appreciate that. 100% right off the bat. It kind of blows me away that people do this because I've been on the other end of that. I've supported a couple podcasts through Patreon before and I I consider it, you know, you know, just my way of trying to keep up listening to things that I like to listen to, right? And so um I think it's a way that when it's win-win, um there's different ways to contribute and we'll appreciate Whatever, whatever it is, I think, I think having a goal that everybody knows about and being upfront about why we're doing it uh, makes us better stewards of any donations that we might receive, and that's that's the goal because we we don't want to be loosey goosey with it. Uh, we understand that money's a, a complicated subject, um, and if you if you can't uh, donate, then don't. Don't just listen. Zero, zero pressure. Please just listen. Just listen and, and engage with us and interact with us. Please. That's what we've been doing. That's what we want to keep doing. That's what we um, will keep doing. Yeah. That's what we are going to. We're going to keep doing that regardless. But thank um, you. Yeah. And and like Andy said, thank you so much for considering and, and looking and, and go check us out. If if not to to just go and find out who else is in this network. And they are phenomenal. You're going to really enjoy um, the other pods if you haven't listened to them. And uh, we we send you there with our blessing. And uh, Patreon or not, we we are just so happy to be part of this network and 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 all the support. Just you know, speaking of that, if you had a good time listening to us or 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 whatever, you know, make sure that you share and like and even give us a maybe a five star rating, maybe six star. Draw a little star on your screen something like that um head on over to the uh, beyond the blasters.com web page where you can kind of see all the the news and all the latest updates from the other pods you may not know how to find them all our pods are there you can go and grab them there and then you know just just keep us keep us in mind and share 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 uh, more than anything if you guys can share and like and subscribe uh that's going to keep us coming back and and giving you everything we got so well, one, of, one of the collector tips that we have said on here before is that everything's more fun to do when your friends are involved. Exactly. And so the more the merrier, that's our, that's our motto. The more people that we can bring in this, uh, sharing our, our collecting experiences and, and what we're into and what we've gotten lately. Like those are things that we enjoy interacting with you about. So keep, keep doing that for us, please. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, this is Josh and Andy from the Hollow Chronicles, now part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network. We couldn't be prouder, and we love you guys so much. May the force be with you. Should, should, you know what? I'm, I'm debuting. Uh, yeah. 
on the network. We're going out with Mace Lives. And we're going. <laughs> yes. Yes. This party's over. What you say, Mace? Take a seat. Leave it in the box.